1: Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered.
0: I can't hear myself, so I'm less inclined to talk. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say I only talk to hear myself, but it's like, I don't want to talk. It's like, I can't hear myself, so I don't know if I'm actually being heard.
1: It's private.
0: It's private. It's perfect. It's perfect.
1: Mm-hmm. Are y'all gonna sing?
0: It's popping. It's popping. Mm-hmm. Is it perfect and it's popping, or is it popping and it's perfect? It's popping and it's perking and it's popping the perk. Perking the pop, and then you popping the perk, and you popping the perk so that your shit don't hurt. Well, the shit don't hurt because you popping the perk.
2: And once you pop that perk, then the shit do work. Make the shit work because you pop that perk and keep
0: working the work because the
2: perk don't hurt. Bend your hips and your ass out and go on and twerk. Go on and twerk, cause you popped that perk. Tie your motherfucking shirt and the knot in the shirt. Shot in the shirt
0: and the shot and it hurt. I just dropped the ball, but it ain't gon' hurt. And it ain't gon' hurt, cause the ball gon' squirt. I'ma keep on going like my name is Kurt. Cause your name is Kurt, not Frost that
2: hurt. Like Kurt, Russell, and Kate. What's her <laughs> name? Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> Kate is her daughter. Damn, said, man. Kate,
3: the go bit the down. bit
2: was, the bit was Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have been in this relationship forever and like never broken up or gotten married, right? They've just been like, we good, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, for like 50 fucking years. Goals. Yes. They just said, so we done. I was going you, you know, you keep going like Kurt Goldie, but I fucked up because I thought about Kate, it's her cool. daughter. You know. When
0: you said Goldie, I started thinking about uh, flavor, and flavor, flavor and Goldie. It's Flavor and Goldie.
3: It's Flavor and Goldie. Flavor and Goldie.
0: Yo, you know I ran into her once. Oh, okay, we're gonna stop
2: this car, right? Stop
3: this, this car. car. Welcome to the friend zone,
2: everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another week here at the Friends <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Your weekly venture into all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene. Now, because this is we the always first. Always say you cannot okay. stop the car. At okay, that keep corner. going. I didn't
0: know how long you were gonna <laughs> at go. You always gonna keep going, because so keep going.
2: We always Damn, say who in the hell wants a musty brain (laughs) now go ahead and lay it on the floor
0: all right i was just gonna say it's the first episode of the year we up in this bitch that's right that's right
3: so let's start this shit
0: off on the good foot okay
2: not that bad one with the bunion and the, the trick toe and shit on it not that one Wait. Not that one with the little toe without a not, toenail not on it. Not the one it. that took from that Big foot. Mama. Is that,
1: is that what you call a trick toe? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. The trick toe is that trick little toe. pinky toenail with no toenail, you know, <laughs> because it just, it's a trick. Like, you think it's a whole it's damn a toe. What's on your toe? It's a nail at the end, It's a David, it's a thing, David end, right? Blaine toe. So you think that's what it's going to be, but then apparently the nail just levitated right up off the bed. Levitated. You know I'm saying? <laughs> God,
1: I'm done. That was
2: it. He Ripley's. Oh, Ripley's foot ass. You
1: know what I'm saying? Welcome to the friend zone, y'all. 2016. A new year. I'm excited. How you guys feeling? Sweet. Rich, sweet 16. Rich. Rich. Yep, I'm Rich claiming and it. Sweet.
0: Claiming it every year, every I like week, it. every month, every day, every hour, every second. <laughs> Money over everything. Every calorie. Every calorie. Cash rules. <laughs> cream. Hello? Cash rules
2: everything around me. That's right. <laughs> okay. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. <laughs> How you
0: doing over here? Because I love this rap. You're going to have to teach me that. Oh,
1: Brand looks yeah. amazing in the
2: studio yes. tonight, you guys. Oh, stop. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, my, no, this, I wish I could say that I'm trying to be cute, but mm. I'm not. My my roots weren't really. under there? <laughs> no, I'm
3: just kidding. No,
1: That's my, what I'm going to do. You I'm know crying. when um, those with curly hair know sometimes your roots just. Yeah, are it? So, but the rest of my hair looked good. So I was like, "What can I do for the roots?" <laughs> what is that
2: called? Friend's wearing a really beautiful head wrap, um, mm-hmm. and it's like tied in a in a beautiful knot bun, coming out of her third swirl eye. thing on the front. She's mm-hmm. got it tied like on her forehead. It's right. really, really, it's pretty. What Thank is that you. called, friend?
1: Um, the the style or the yes, cloth? Yes, st-
2: both actually. I
1: honestly have no <laughs> idea. I wish okay. I could tell you. well they're
2: both like super cute. The, clo- so the, gonna call them the this cute is just a,
1: <laughs> this is a scarf that I got f- off the street. You know those little um oh, so those little uh missing. pashmina mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> for mm-hmm. like five dollars from the vendor. See, I knew I
0: should stop by them trucks. You know m- the carts. trucks. It's trucks carts trash bags whatever they selling off of that week
2: <laughs> let me tell you something you put it in the neiman's box and give it to somebody they going to think i mean they be putting that on their see
0: oh, I, ooh, oh, I, uh, I was talking about the africans outside oh, oh, listen oh, to oh, yours they yeah.
1: they be the
2: main ones in neiman's now i'm just saying, but, <laughs> but yeah, like
0: yeah like what are we talking about this week
1: <laughs> <laughs> well since you uh, were speaking of abundance, yes, and, and, I love that word. Right? Oh, you sound like you about
0: to teach me how to get rich. Okay, and claiming I'm ready. it.
1: Well, no, I, I really wish I could. Oh, um, I was watching Sorry, a documentary series on Netflix that I think a lot of you should watch if you haven't. It's called High Profits, and it basically follows a couple that drove across country. Um, I actually don't remember where they're originally from, but they drove all the way to Colorado to basically jump in on this cannabis industry that Mm. is now (laughs) taking the world by storm. is it
0: legal in New York now? Like, for uh, medicinal use?
1: I think for medicinal use, yeah. I think
0: they just passed something, but I think it's only in certain forms or something. Like, I was listening to... uh New York Public Radio the oh other day. Lord, they were saying that. Yep. Imagine it's about to, I'm about turn us into Amsterdam. Well
1: that's what was fascinating because the show is not I mean, I know you would think it's about people getting high and watching them on their couch just having a blast in Colorado, but it's actually not about that at all. It shows it showed um the couple basically their rise from having nothing, coming up in this car, you know, driving out to Colorado and then becoming multi millionaires. And it follows just the stress of it, the struggle of being wealthy when you came from nothing, um, having employees, not knowing what to necessarily do with them and how to treat them when your friends start changing, and just also just people's different ideals of success. Because the girlfriend was ready to quit. <laughs> like, she was just like, I can't. Like, this lifestyle is actually nothing I'm interested in once they were wealthy. And the boyfriend was like, You know, on autopilot. Like, once he tasted that money, it was blood. Yeah, he was one that was, like, ready to expand and invest and keep Mm -hmm. growing. And she was having emotional meltdowns and anxiety. And and she was more um, emotionally invested, I guess, in the employees and just worrying about everything. You know, just on a, I guess, more of a human level. Yeah, and he was more concerned about the cash. So, it was interesting to see the dynamics. And it kind of got me thinking about success. And money and being multimillionaires, we all, you know, quiet as it's kept or Mm -hmm. not, we Mm -hmm. all want it. That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) We all uh, crave to not so much the fame. I definitely don't crave fame, but I definitely crave uh, financial stability and being able to take care of my family. Right. Abundance. But then you see documentary series like this. And even I've told you guys openly that my closest friends are all multimillionaires. Seeing what they go through. You know, and like I said, seeing this couple, it kind of made me start thinking, like, we all really want this, but do we really want this? Right. You know, and are we fully aware of what it means? Even, like, your taxes, the Mm -hmm. pressures of changing tax brackets. What about when you do come from nothing and now you're a multimillionaire? The emotional changes the people around you, how everyone changes. Because a lot of times they say you change, but it's really how people view you once you are this millionaire. I've seen it firsthand. A lot of my friends have lost family members and friends, you know, from their childhood that just flipped it on them or trying to scam them or suddenly they need this, they need that, and it just becomes a very high-pressure life. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of dissect our ideals of success and if you're really ready for the things that you're wishing for, you know what I mean. Because you got to be careful, because you're gonna get it. But can you handle it? And I think, I think that'd be good to talk on, about.
2: Yeah, like you hit the nail on the head when you said that you have to dissect what, what, what you basically what you believe. Sex. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> sex. Sex.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, you know, you gotta determine success your own way. You know, whatever metrics you're using. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so you have to define success, right? And so I think that it's important for people to understand that success does not mean becoming rich. Success does not mean having a lot of money. It doesn't mean becoming famous. Success is just you fulfilling your potential, right, or accomplishing something worthwhile. It could be you starting a family. It could be you, you know, just getting to the place in your life where you have this home, you have children, you know what I mean? You're comfortable, you're good, so you can just focus on making your kids really, real, really well-rounded, well-adjusted, you know, beings. Just you have to define what success means for you. I would love to be a multimillionaire, mm-hmm. and I'm even okay with a few of the problems that come along with it. Right. Okay, But for me, what's intriguing about fame is the opportunity to have influence. From the beginning of my pursuits of, like career, of a career in entertainment I always was driven by Having an opportunity to Just just change people's perspectives Which is why I love this show so much Because right. that's exactly what we can do So imagine the type of impact we could have If we were famous and people Were interested in what we had to say
1: Right, That's mm-hmm. been
2: the intrigue of it for me Just to have a platform to really make some changes And get some initiatives going That are, are important to me but do I want the pressures of people watching my every move? Do I want the pressures of being able to, well, I'm never going to leave the house just looking bad. But, like, do I want to not be able to, Have know, an
1: off day or, yeah. Wear,
2: you know, free ball and sweats. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, do I want to be able to do that, you know, with anonymity? You know? You can't once you're famous. It's right. little things, all kind of things you have to think about. So I'm not necessarily okay with the intrusion of my life. You know what I mean? But. I would love the opportunity for people to care about what i had to say so that i could say the things that really matter and need to be said
1: but what about the sacrifice in the sense of like let's say put the fame aside
2: mm-hmm.
1: now you employ people oh my god and you, you can't off- you. yeah like yep. for example my one of my really close friends mm-hmm. he has employees a lot of employees so when he's feeling down or sick or it's just an off day, which obviously we all go through it, he has to think of so many people. Yeah. Suddenly it's not about him anymore. And I've seen him be sick. I've seen him look awful and his employees don't really care <laughs> because it's like that's cool and all, but we got things that it's a machine and yeah. it needs to keep moving yeah. and you need to keep feeding it. You know what? And it's and I one thing I, I remember kind of pulling his assistant aside one day and being like, this dude is sick, like he had like a flu, but he was like, came into work, and the assistant was like giving him his checklist of what needed to get done, and I didn't see any emotional intelligence or any regard, yeah, regard for him, it was just like, this is the cash cow, y'all, he's sick, that's cool, but we got shit to do, and that was the vibe, and it made me sad, and it made me wonder, like, do I even want this, you know, like, I mean, naturally, I feel like if I had a staff, it'd be different. They probably would be more compassionate because that's just who I attract. Mm -hmm. That's what I would look for. But it still got me to thinking because a business is a business business and a machine needs to move regardless of if you have people who care. Don't. If you're sick, that's cool. But things still going to have to move. And are you ready for that sacrifice?
0: So two things. Mm A, your scenario or what you just said that just happened, it made me think on Real Housewives of Atlanta a couple seasons ago. You remember Candy? Well, you might not remember, Fran. Sorry. What?
1: Candy? Candy's from ex- from yeah. Escape. Yeah, Candy I had. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. I think it was a Mother's Love tour, and when it got canceled, oh, yeah. like you know, they, had sh- they were talking about how she had to worry about all these people, like. You have the actors. You have to worry about the people that are traveling with. You know to set everything up. Production yeah. money. You know all these different moving pieces and these people And then are their about. families and that then, depend on those checks. That, that was that one area that Candy was doing just the play itself on top of you know her having to do record this show. You know on doing top this of music, family probably, worrying yeah. about her damn mama. You mm-hmm. know blending families. All this other stuff going on. Worrying about all this stuff and having to care about people in her business on top of her personal. And it also takes me to like at work. Super small, petty thing. I hurt my thumb yesterday or my pinky the other day, but I have to keep working. And so I'm just like, I'm at work in a place that I don't care about helping someone else make money and pushing through it, you know, putting my health on the line. And so I have to say to myself, if I can do this and like break a sweat for whatever this money is in this restaurant, Then I need to be able to do that in my personal life, in my business life, things that I want to do for my business. So when people talk about stuff like that, I think to myself, like when people say they started from the bottom and stuff like that, not to say that I started from the bottom. But when you put in that hard work, sometimes you don't realize that it's a process that you might have to continue to do. And when you are up there and you've worked so hard to, you know, have to do shit for a million people that they're going to constantly want you to do that. That's right. why I've always had fear of celebrity. Like, I've always, not to just go away from celebrity, but I've always been the type, like, I want to be kind of behind the scenes. Just because there is there Same. are those people that have to share their opinions. I don't always feel like my opinion's informed enough, so I'm not trying to share all that. But I do like to be behind people that, you know, do want to make that difference and do want to do those things. But there are those pressures of having to worry about everybody else. And that's that always will have an effect on me.
1: Yeah, and I, I was watching, I don't know if you guys... Probably not, but if you watch the Katy Perry documentary no.
0: You watched the Katy Perry documentary? I did. Why? Because Were you bored? You should have called me.
1: I like watching people's lives that are successful. I think it's fascinating <laughs> yeah. to see the things that they have to endure, you know? It was
0: good, wasn't it? It
1: was really good. But
0: <laughs> Do you like her a little bit more? I mean, I, I don't think you hated her before. Well, but. no,
1: I mean, I was always a fan of her as a businesswoman, honestly. Yeah. You know, she's at the top of right. her game. You yeah, you yeah. can't really knock her for a Unless you know if you like her music, that's up to you. But I, I'm looking at her as a woman that right, was killing, one, so. yeah. Right. So in the doc, or rather it was a movie. I don't know that it was a doc, but it was like her <laughs> move that yeah, concert thing, right? About. So <laughs> shut up.
0: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm thinking about how ridiculous all like the ad shit looked for Right. Before.
1: So there's a scene where her and her husband were basically over, like Russell brand is that his name they were divorcing and she was in the middle of her tour and right when she got the call not saying like the call where he was like i'm divorcing but where he was basically like i'm done she you know is breaking down in the dressing room crying hysterically and her team is kind of like so (laughs) there's a lot of people out in the stadium waiting for you right now like what's the deal you know and then she had to sit in makeup and hair destroyed like physically mentally emotionally destroyed crying they're trying to do her makeup telling her not to cry anymore because it's messing it up and then you watch her literally crying walking to the stage and then the stage is one of those scenes where she like goes in and then the stage is bringing her up Mm -hmm. like in an elevator and then it pops her off like pops her out of the stage and you just see how she had to switch it and it was just like i think she was in brazil or something and she was like hey brazil like i love you and then everyone starts screaming and then you're like she was just like yeah. on the floor yeah. but to see that switch because the show doesn't stop and the world doesn't stop just because your world stopped you know and it kind of it got me feeling so strange i was like am i the type that would do that because i don't think i would <laughs> i don't know if i right. would I might very well be the one to be like, no, I need to everything's cry. Everything's
3: canceled. Yeah,
1: everything's canceled. You know, so, you know, it just makes you think, like, what are you willing to sacrifice to keep your machine going? You know, I'm mm. just so curious And I about think about that.
0: that, too. Like, when you talk about, like, defining success, I think about, like, my small, my short-term goals and how those are my successes. Like, those, your every success that you have is, like, a personal success. You can't look at what someone else does and say damn why don't I have that Right. like not everything that's for everybody is for you so you always have to figure out like what's going to make my shit work and so thinking about having to sacrifice these little things that keep me going like if I'm going to the top everything that I'm working towards I want it to line up the right way like I don't want it to mean okay now that you're here you have to keep doing something that you don't like to do to get here so like every step that I'm trying to make I'm trying to make it to where like it's a, a growth thing like a all-inclusive thing right and i think when you're in certain situations where you you give other people power or you have to put other shit to the side all the time like i do that every day at work so thinking about having to do a a personal business for that is where i'm just like
1: but that's the thing what makes you think okay now you're in this restaurant right yeah you you have to answer to people you have to, you know, you're basically working this is practice, right? But <laughs> <laughs> when you are this mogul, multimillionaire, which is going to happen because we already put it, it out is, there.
0: Absolutely. Yes.
1: What makes you think that you're going to be any less stressed about it?
0: And that's the thing, this stress the way that I'm am Because I think people want now, that life,
1: but they don't, understand, they don't understand, the, understand that there's not much of a swap.
0: I have <laughs> people that come to my restaurant, and they tell me how like they have all this shit that they hate to do, and I think to myself like I hate being in this restaurant, but I would be dead ass bored if I was in your boardroom talking about whatever <laughs> bullshit you got going on, right, so like changing roles, like I always have to look at what I am handling and what I've been through, and that's why every day feels like a battle of feet, but I've made it through, so I know. Once them checks start coming through with it on the real, like, I might just be like, damn, this is light work compared to what I was doing before. Right. But if it's ten times as much, I'm if I can say that I'm putting out more and I'm getting in, like, way more, then I would, I would find a way to power through, hopefully.
1: And obviously struggling Prayerfully. or being stressed towards your own dream is way better Right. than I was being just stressed going to say and, and struggling Passion. for someone else's vision. Like, so that I understand, but... I just wonder if people are really creating their goals and their dreams and their vision boards and all these things that you do, especially at the top of the year um, and the affirmations to get where you're going. I'm so happy. Like a lot of you write into us and feel like you're gaining more clarity. And I love yeah. that, but I just want to make sure that we all sit down and make sure that your vision is actually yours and not, you know, the people around you or what you're seeing online and, Cause you have to be mindful of what it's gonna take, not just to get there, but how to stay there when mm-hmm. you are there. Cause it's that's a whole about different battle. It,
2: like it's about maintaining it. And right. So if you're doing what you love, if something is important to you, and if it's something that you made or you created, then you're responsible for it. Right. You're responsible for it staying afloat. You're responsible for it working. You're responsible for every aspect of it functioning. Which means you got to do the dirty work. You have to do get down on your hands and knees and do the shit that, you know, has to be done to get it done, Mm -hmm. to make it happen. And so I would be okay with doing, you know, things that I wasn't necessarily excited about doing if it led to a dream coming true for me. You know, I don't like the audition process at all. I don't like presenting myself to a panel of people for judgment. But that's a part of what I have to do because I want to be an actor right you know what i'm saying i don't like um it's just there's certain things i want that i'm determined to get and i'm okay with doing the parts that are uncomfortable for me in order for them to happen and if you have that perspective then i think it'll make you be able to cope when things are shitty when mm. you do have to wear like a million hats you know what i'm saying as the boss right. it's not less work when you're the boss it's more work
0: that's jackie christie <laughs>
2: I'm a boss. I'm Doug Christie's wife. I'm crazy. So, yeah, like, but I, I just feel like I'd be all right with that part.
1: So you, so let's say, not even let's say, you're mm-hmm. an actor, multimillionaire. It happened. You did it. You got it. You're I there. I plan on
2: working hard because this is what I you're want. You're ready
1: to be away from family, friends, loved ones for a year plus because don't actors like leave for like a year or eight months well, to go film? Right, yep. yeah. you know, right, yeah. You know, and then you come home you only get to see your family. You know, you're missing holidays. You're in another country. So the time zones, you guys can't really communicate. Like you're ready for those sacrifices. Here's
2: what and I'm for ready And for having people
1: that depend on you fully. So you, there's no more, oh, I'm getting sick. You know, I got to take time off. Like now it's like you the machine is turned on. You know I want I mean? it
2: that bad. Yeah. But I want I want I want either a daytime or nighttime talk show, and I want to make movies that I want to make while I'm doing that, and I'm willing to sacrifice whatever I have to do to get it done within reason. I'm not gonna compromise my integrity. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like my morals. You know, <laughs> but like, but I but I, I am I am willing to to have those separations that would be necessary we can FaceTime, we can talk, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's n- it's no big deal. I'm fine with that. I have even, like, I have, I have purposely stayed out of situations that would require more of me than I'm willing to give right now because I'm that focused on, on my career and that's yeah. what I want. So it's
1: more of a priority. It
2: is the priority. Then
1: like, Creating a family or investing in someone.
2: Oh hell yeah! Like y'all <laughs> don't know them. I'm like like no like totally no. I'm just and I kidding. think that's I'm important
1: kidding. too for people to question themselves. Yeah. So like, is this more of a priority for me than investing? Because you sacrifice. You, I don't think you can't have them both. But I, you Something's always gonna see some, you, you always see that having them both at the same time is a struggle. Even Oprah said you can have it all just not at the same time. <laughs> and it's I thought that was very insightful. Time. Right, because it's like you do, you know, if you have kids and you're gone a lot, obviously they're going to grow up feeling they away about you. it. Yeah. yeah, no matter if you gave them everything financially and they Look have a great Angie house. Look at Angie Stone
2: daughter. Look at <sighs> Angie Stone daughter. Angie Stone's daughter, for those who don't know, oh my God. Angie <laughs> Stone is a from... is a black R and B singer and she literally knocked her daughter's teeth out of her <laughs> oh mouth God. last year. And it's everybody like knows that them. black muff <laughs> And we'll tell that's that's another story <laughs> you. are not God. telling that story ever. Um, <laughs> but everybody that listens to the show, remind us Sante, tweet him at no. Hey Asante, and remind no. him he to send know. you the story of Cheetah Woman. No. But anyway, so oh
1: God, what is that? At oh, Cheetah no. Woman <laughs> <laughs> Angie Stone.
2: But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> um but Angie Stone literally did what black mothers have threatened for a decade. <laughs> ch- ch- their child. <laughs> <laughs> I'll knock your teeth out your mouth. She did it. I can't. There's, there's, totally there's pictures of her daughter holding her her lip up, you know, as evidence, like, look at my my teeth gone. Her lip, my teeth gone. Yeah,
1: but Angie, her daughter also admitted the tooth was, like, rotten or something. So it was easy to knock out. (laughs) But well, what about the other three? (laughs) Because the whole front
2: was gone. But look, so Mm -hmm. my thing is this, though. All of that craziness happened because her daughter is mad at her because Angie Stone was a singer. That traveled and was gone. She made her mother, she retired her mother. So paid her all her mother's bills so that her mom could basically be her nanny while she traveled, and mm-hmm. her daughter resents her for it to this day. Mm. So the things that you do sometimes you have to really, especially when it comes to parenting. Now I don't have no damn kids, so I don't know, but right. I have to know because I am a kid. So True. like, like you have to really, to me, parenting is the most unselfish thing. It's it's the one thing that you have to be completely unselfish about because it's not about you at that point. And yeah. exactly com- why I
1: haven't had kids that's yet. That's what I'm
2: saying. And Because and that- I want to
1: travel. I enjoy having a schedule that's open where people can be like, can you come do this in such and such city? And mm-hmm. I can do that. And I know that if I have a child, I'm not going to want to be traveling that much. I'm not going to want to be bringing my child a million places either because right. you want them to have stability you know so that's, that's a lot of why I have to worry about you that's what I'm saying <laughs> so sacrifice. right so I think the beauty of this conversation is that we are as a whole people especially with New year's resolutions it's always like you know you're gonna make it and this is the year and it's like yeah I love that energy and it's important but just Make sure you know what Look, that means for what you. Everything, yeah, Careful what, what you wish I'm for. I'm telling you,
0: all year you're going to hear me talk about being rich. And it don't have to necessarily even And actually, even I want with... to ask
1: you that. <laughs> I want to ask you, when you are a multimillionaire, are you ready to be that machine? You know what? That, that doesn't have here, the option and, and of the turning is, off when it wants to. The thing to.
0: is, I've been thinking about how I'm going to be a millionaire, and I don't know how or when it's going to happen, but I want to be in a position where I have sold off several businesses at some point like and just been like i'm good i made them work y'all have them now y'all make them do what they do do and send me a check or something bali yeah (laughs) because i you know what and that's why i don't like the thought of fame i like solitude Mm. you know i really i'm an outgoing person i love having a good ass time and doing a bunch of shit but i also love like intimate experiences whether it's just me it's just a few people like I just love shit like that when it could just be like us in a room having a conversation just kicking it laughing having a good ass time and I know if I became famous like all those good ass times that I'm going to have it's not going to be like that all the time and not to say that that would make me bitter but it's just like when I have made an abundance of money I just want to be happy and I want to help make other people happy and if I'm going to be unhappy to get there shit I'm semi-unhappy now. So I don't really see... I mean, and and it's fucked up because to answer your earlier question, am I ready for that? No, because I don't know what it's going to entail when it gets there. Every battle that I've had has been different. You know, like sometimes you think, Something emotional, like a breakup, is going to be the end-all, be-all. You know, you might be in the middle of business and think that's going to be the end-all, be-all, but you're going to, you know, prayerfully make it through that somehow.
3: Right. And meet
0: another nigga. Hell yeah, (laughs) shit. Some people filed filed bankruptcy and came out still with millions on the other end. So if I met with something, I'm sure it'll be stressful as fuck, but hopefully I will have been well-prepared from now because I tell you, rich is happening. Well let
2: me Rich is this. happening.
1: It's, it is, I'm telling Hashtag you. Hashtag that. You
2: you you can mess around and give me opportunity to pick my problems if you want to. But <laughs> <laughs> i I'd much rather have to figure that part out, like how to make sure that, you know, I'm still functioning at hundred percent, hundred and fifty percent of the time, I'll take that over worrying about paying the cable bill. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I that. like that's just real.
3: Right. So yes. but
2: my again. The only thing that's attractive to me about money is there's certain things that I enjoy and it takes money to do them. Yep. So like that's it. But sure. I don't. I'm not like you know gaudy, flashy, like all that kind of. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> but like I don't. You know, like. But that's just because it's fun sometimes. But like that, I don't give a damn about that. Like what's more important to me? I just really want an opportunity for my voice to be heard so that I can, can inform people of how it feels sometimes you know what i mean i just want that to matter i want what i have to say to matter so that i can really get people to look at shit from a different perspective
1: and challenge that that's what i want that's like
2: i'm passionate about that that's why i'm that's why i'm an actor Mm -hmm. because you tell stories that influence people you know what i mean i did this this that's why I'm an actor, right? Mm -hmm. I did a movie one time and the part was small and it got bigger than it was because I had a talk with the director and the writer like, hey, this is an opportunity for us to tell a story about empathy. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for us to tell a story that's going to make people think twice about forgiveness. Like, why don't we make him do this and do that and do that? And the character was like, people love to hate him, but then they were like... I get it, though. Like, he really wasn't a bad guy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so that's the point of all of this for me. Right. So that's what makes the struggle to get there worth it. That's because the the, the, the change and the help that I'll be able to do will eclipse that 10 million times over. So right. I'm cool with that part.
1: See, in mm-hmm. that, I think you nailed it for me in the sense that I'm sort of at a crossroad right now. Because mm-hmm. luckily, you know, thankfully, things are growing and moving. More opportunities are coming in. But now the question that is hitting me, because I am about to be thirty-four, which is crazy <laughs> this year. 34? I know, right? Uh, moisturize, moisturize. <laughs> 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 but I am—I'm um, about to be thirty-four, which is a pretty, you know, it's a pretty serious age, especially for a businesswoman. Where now it's the question of, especially okay, for friend, boss, a boss. <laughs> <For> a boss. <laughs> it's that question of, okay, friend. So you're going in the direction that you wanted, The you know, the money's coming in, mm-hmm. the opportunities, the life that you have worked so hard for. Mm-hmm. So now you're 34, the clock, or rather, even though times are changing, you can have kids in the 40s and stuff. But now it's that time where I have to actually consider the directions I'm going and a little more and the long term effects of those decisions, you know, because these are my dreams now. but. Who am I going to be in five years? How am I going to feel? I don't want to yeah. be regretful. I also see a lot of business women that do get put in that position of having to choose a career over a family because they can't do both, you know. And and I just start getting pulled. And on aside from family,
0: you think about having kids?
1: I don't know. I'm starting that's to kind of sway. Kinda what like. <laughs> but wait, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm definitely not having kids anytime soon. I mean not soon. So so, so the other thing too is just. I know the things that make me happy, and solitude makes me very happy. And being able to relax and create, kind of control my Mm environments, like my home, who I'm around, those things are very important to me. The bigger you get, the less control you have over who's around you because you need teams, and then you're going to be around people a lot. So those are the things that I kind of start – messing with my head because it's like if you know what makes you happy and healthy as a person and you know that this lifestyle is going to kind of pull you away from being able to do that you know I'm not someone that can really be around a lot of people every day it kind of overwhelms me
3: yeah
1: because I am someone that is such an you you know I'm into you always
0: got to recharge your energy and stuff. I'm into
1: energy I'm into people I love people but I also keep a distance because I absorb people so much so it's like I'm wondering how that would affect me, you know, even when I do travel and have to be around. Like, when I was in Africa, I was a, not alone at all for, like, 12 days. <laughs> like, And that was actually hard on me as much as I loved all the girls that were there. We had a blast. Everyone was amazing. But physically, when I got home, I was depleted. I mean, mm. especially
0: living in New York to right. not <laughs> have one day to yourself. Not
1: one day to myself. And I realized when I got back from that trip, like, you know, I have to be more mindful of how I'm going to stay healthy, you know, with the way that my life is changing. And, and that's what kind of got me thinking. And seeing the girl in the documentary for High Profits on Netflix, seeing her break down, but then seeing her boyfriend, stri- like, thrive in this environment, it just showed me that it really is different for different people. Yeah. You know, you could all have the same goals, but can you handle it? Are you ready for it? So that's something I just want people to think. Care for what you wish for because you just might get it. Yes. Mm. And are you ready for it? Yeah, are you ready for it? We do a lot of wishing, but are you actually preparing yourself mentally for when you get it? Because it's gonna come if you're wishing. Like more money, more problems. That too.
2: You can't. You and more can't, taxes. You can't wish on a star half ass. Okay.
1: <laughs> <You gotta laughs> so I want you guys to star think star about that. full ass. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was something that I just thought would be interesting to talk about.
0: Netflix ain't cut no no check, but you know. <laughs> no, and right. that was definitely not <laughs> sponsored. Okay, <laughs> and since we are talking about Netflix, though, now, mm-hmm. it, I thought you were going to start talking about Making a Murderer. Have you seen everybody talking about that? Oh, my God, that? I finally have you watched it. Did you watch Are you done with it? I I've completely Have you Have you it. watched it? No, but I'm going to. I've only watched
2: I the first so, episode. I don't think I'm going to finish it. I couldn't sleep. I could, you know what? I might not watch that shit then. No, No, it's it's not even
1: hard, but it's just so shocking. Yeah, how like the lengths people go to to ruin someone's life. And you know what? I wasn't shocked.
0: I was disgusted, absolutely, just from that first episode. I was super disgusted, and I just said, you know what? This is some bullshit. I wasn't shocked in the
1: sense that you know things like this happen. No, not even on that front. But it was just. Shocking still to think like how do these people sleep at night? This, That's all, all last I kept thinking time with these
0: white people doing this to each other, and there eat.
1: was no race involved, none. which shocked me too. I'm like, wait a minute, none,
0: ruthless, <laughs> ruthless. People are ruthless, and that was all I could think about. I said, Definitely
1: watch like Making a Murder. Oh, and um, I've started watching this show from the UK called run it's only four episodes though on Netflix it was so good it's like a study of people y'all know that that's always mm-hmm. gonna get me <laughs> but it's it's one of those docs where the story the people their lives cross paths and then it goes into the next story I love like mm. movies like that
3: Ooh, yeah
1: and they that. and it shows how they uh m- you know kind of cross paths into each other's stories so run it's a good story I think you guys would love it. I, I just, definitely had a Netflix moment this week. I, was I just got my
2: inspiration. Song oh. <laughs> I just got my inspiration. When Fran just said that, when you just said that you like those stories where the, the, the characters cross paths and it yeah. goes into the next story, mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies is called Closer. Um, it's <gasps> Clive on You know that movie, yes. Natalie Portman, Clive and Julia Roberts. It's um, one of Ju- my I love
1: favorite movies. Friend,
2: like That's I can watch we're it over Yes. <laughs> Look, I understood. Okay, so bonding because you know I think I'm Alfie in another life. Oh, you know what? So you guys are gonna get both of your songs Here in one wop. I'll make go. it quick this week, right? So your your story about that dot about the what was it about Run mm-hmm. where the stories cross paths made me mm-hmm. think about Closer. The lead song from Closer was called <laughs> The Blower's Daughter by Damien <laughs> Rice. Yeah, who, song. His story, his songs are just so, I, I love, I'm a huge Damien Rice That's fan. That's a vibe. Right? That so song. this yeah. week's song is actually by Damien Rice, and I believe the, um, the, the woman that sings the song with him, I believe her name is Lisa Hannigan, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But the song is called Rootless Tree, and it's mm-hmm. about a breakup. And it's about being in a relationship and being at your wit's end and, you know, so the lyrics in, in the song, they say, um, they say, F you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and all that we've been through, leave it. Okay. And if you hate me, then hate me so good that you can let me out.
1: Oh, those are the lyrics. Okay. Okay. okay?
2: So listen, li- and it's a live version at Abbey Road and L- it's just, it's mm. great. So look up Rootless Shout Tree. Rice. Yeah. Look right? up Rootless Tree by Damien Rice. And I don't even remember He's what the so second chill, song was. He's so chill,
1: but he puts you in such a space.
2: It, for me I it's the lyrics, lyrics.
1: I, he's yeah. a writer I, a, I would he is a writer sure. i'm,
2: I'm a sucker for lyrics, lyrics like, and a haunting melody like yes. that that gets me well every single time so damien rice rule street i can't remember what the other song is gonna be so whatever you got damien, rice, you should should check just out that. damien rice's
0: cannonball <laughs> uh and volcano,
1: the blowers daughter,
2: blow daughter. Ooh, nine crimes nine shit album. talk about cheating Oh, it just came back to me. The other song... Every time he says the word, please. all <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, how about that?
1: Cheating <laughs> so, just uh, lights uh, us up. Okay. Oh! No. <laughs>
2: right. So the other song is just... It's simply Alfie. The theme song from the movie Alfie, both versions. You can have Dionne Warwick's original version, or you can have Joss Stone's updated version. Oh, there, it's a, It's Stone. a beautiful, beautiful song for a movie that I just... Alfie was not a bad guy. He just literally loved more than one woman. Every woman that he was with in that film he loved, but he was considered a playboy, but he really wasn't, and I completely identified with that character. Mm. So I love Alfie, and I love that song, you know, What's It All About Alfie? Is it just for the moment that we live, you know? (laughs) Or does life belong only to the strong Alfie? You know, it's just, it's just, it just pulls your fucking strings. So Y'all
1: got homework. Those are your songs this
2: week. Now don't ask me for shit else. What are we talking about next?
1: (laughs) From the choir director. (laughs) All right, so let's jump into our wellness segment for this week. If Mm -hmm. you follow me on Twitter. (laughs) Is that the theme song? No, that's McDonald's. Wait, you can't do a McDonald's theme song in the wellness segment.
2: The wellness theme but, <laughs> song is that run from um from Luther Vandross. I believe his house is not a home when he'd be like, well, well,
0: well, <laughs> well. well. <laughs> That's your theme song. Go
3: ahead.
0: That's your wellness song. That's my yeah. theme
1: song. <laughs> well, well. Go ahead. All right, so I was on Twitter. Um, I, The funny thing is I was actually in my tub laying mm. in a bath of apple cider vinegar. Ooh, getting mm. Visuals
0: give visuals. Right?
1: so not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> no bubbles, none that, of that. That
0: bottle of brag sitting next to the tub. <laughs> don't
1: don't smell don't smell too fab. This is not a sexy bath. I'm letting you guys know right now before y'all email me. <laughs> y'all so
2: crazy man.
1: <laughs> So
3: we're making stew and shit. Making an <laughs> I hate you.
1: So I was laying in my uh Bath with apple cider vinegar. I put um I use the Bragg brands. It's my favorite. It has what they call the mother at the bottom yes, of it with the
0: mother in your bathtub. What is the mother? wait, what's
2: the mother at the bottom they of apple cider the bottom? They call it the mother,
1: but that's actually where all the nutrients are because most apple cider vinegars or just vinegars are usually filtered so it won't look so scary yeah. in the bottle. But the mother is actually where all the health is. So, so it's when like it's removed, pulp. yeah. Okay. essentially. But it's at the bottom. And you shake that up, you know, and it basically just makes it really potent. It's awesome. Apple cider vinegar is so – it has so many benefits. I'm actually going to do a video on that soon. Yes, I'm going to jump back in. Um, but uh, so you put two cups of it in your bath, a hot bath, and it, de- the, it detoxes you. It, for me, like, because I have – Um, My kidney issues, Mm -hmm. my bladder, my kidney, my urethra, like all these things Mm -hmm. tend to get infected and I can tend to be a sickly person, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the drawback of being someone with kidney issues. But I've managed to maintain because that's what a lot of home remedies do is that they just can help you get through the everyday ailments without having to be on medication. So I'm thankful for apple cider vinegar because it's really helped me stay afloat the past couple years. Yeah. And I wanted to share with people because it's not just for people with kidney ailments, but it's just a good detox. I know a lot of people are looking for detox, especially at the top of the year. Everybody kind of wants to start the year cleaning themselves out. Right. And this one to me is safe. It's affordable. You know, you like I said, you just put in one to two cups. Add yes, it smells unamazing <laughs> so you know it's you're not gonna come out there smelling like a lush bath bomb or whatever it is that most lush.
2: <laughs> go ahead
1: or whatever it is that most people use to you know have the pretty uh, frothy mm-hmm, bath mm-hmm. but this one is more of a health-based bath and i really suggest everyone try it at least your skin when you finish the bath, I stay. I say, you know, stay in there at least until the water cools, because that's how you know it pulled a lot of the toxins out of your body. But it's really good. A lot of people have a buildup of uric acid, which a lot of your um, intest your intestines have a hard time processing if there's a buildup. And usually, the buildup can come from people on medications and things that we eat and just environmental factors. So this can pull a lot of that out of your skin and i think baths are something that I th- people should really try to do more often cuz it's I a great i totally agree it, it not only does it help your stress levels but it's also cool to be able to do health based things for yourself that all you have to do is soak you know you don't have to pop a pill you don't have to if you're <laughs> if you're uncomfortable with putting you know oils on your skin and things of that nature i totally understand but a nice soak Helps you with your mood, your stress levels, your skin. Because every time I've come out of the bath after an apple cider vinegar soak, my skin just feels so soft. Mm. I don't even have to put lotion. I do, but you don't have to because that's lotion. how... Yeah, that's just how...
2: You do because you ain't one of them ashy ones. <laughs> that's right. <word. laughs> I ain't no ashy woman, goddammit. I'm <laughs> just going to tell you.
0: <laughs> but if everything...
1: Did yeah, they and say it's...
2: dry, fan dry? <laughs> I didn't think so.
1: <laughs> and the thing is, a lot of the processed foods, like... I understand that people have um, a hard time, especially with how expensive a lot of these organic and mm-hmm. healthier foods are. And a lot of the times, our budgets only call for certain processed foods. It's just That's the right. reality of it. People that have a lot of kids aren't making enough money. So I say, Ooh. if you can't afford to have like this completely clean diet, steal me... the stuff. No. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> oh Just go to the it. store and steal all the shit. It's natural. Just take it no that's not what i'm saying you definitely want to meet yourself halfway right you know i always say that if you can't afford the 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 whole foods life because i get it it's expensive okay meet yourself halfway in the sense that do things that will at least cater to your body so that you can um, take off the pressure off of your organs that are working hard to process these things that aren't natural you know what i mean so that to me is is your safest bet so an apple cider vinegar bath to take out all those things that are weighing heavy on your organs, great for your skin, you know, just just that's a good way to just be good yes. to yourself. And and I understand that healthy living, it is intimidating. It can be expensive. A lot of people say, oh, no, it's just how you do it. No, yes, it can be expensive. I know that it is. So, like I said, meet yourself halfway. These natural remedies. There are tons of books on Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles for remedies. I'm actually going to. Uh, talk about a few books next time maybe because I have so many of them that I think you guys will it's good to have an arsenal like a library of these remedies to know how to take care of yourself it's not replacing doctors visits not replacing appointments and not replacing science in any way but science and natural health when they meet it'll just save you money (laughs) it'll save you having to go to the doctor and it's just a good way to know your body I actually was at the doctor this week just to do my checkup And I felt really good being able to talk to the doctor about my body in a way that he even respected me more because he knows I've been doing my research. Right. And it's good to step into a place like that. Informed. Informed. And, then you know, the doctor's obviously going to come at you a little different, right, if he knows that you've been doing your homework. And that's good for all of us to just have that kind of. You know, that yes. that kind of so sharpness. So you said
2: you put two cups in, because I'm going to do this. You yeah. said you put two cups in the bath water?
1: Yeah, just fill it up, pour the two cups in, and then just soak.
2: Somebody told me if you got, like, like bad feet or, like, ashy hands or something, you get in an apple cider vinegar bath, the water starts bubbling. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, being that I don't have <laughs> Asante, just walked out of the studio I'm just
2: asking shit the people want to know the Asante, people. get in there Asante
1: is not
2: Asante has back. left the studio because I asked the question I want to know shit I heard if you dip a toe the water start bubbling what's going on <laughs>
1: No, it doesn't start bubbling. But you know what? That's Mm -hmm. actually a good point because if you're someone that suffers from body odor.
2: Ooh the water does bubble.
1: (laughs) No, but Uh, apple cider vinegar can pull that out of you. It'll kill all that stink. Yes. So Mm -hmm. that's something that you should definitely try. You can even just soak your feet if your feet are just your problem area, you don't want to take a whole bath. So don't call me. (laughs) Soak your feet in the apple cider vinegar, you know, obviously diluted with the water. Do that once a week. You can even do it twice a week. And I promise you, after about two months, your feet will be odorless. So that's a nice, nice... So now
0: let's talk about... I I hate to, you know, get you for a second one. No. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Drinking apple cider vinegar and your rules and tips on that because... A, people should know about the benefits, B, people should know how it should be, you know, ingested, and C, I stopped drinking mine, and that's why I feel like I'm sick today.
2: All jokes aside, quickly, Mm -hmm. I used to work with this older guy, right? And he was one of my, to this day, he's one of my great friends. You know, I believe in getting my game from the old niggas, you know? Of course. So anyway, but he swore, swore by taking I think it was like two tablespoons or something and of apple water. cider vinegar. He would just take it.
1: Oh, he would just drink it. Every oh, single and he's, he's done
2: he's done it for like years. And, and he's I probably
1: in incredible shape. I I always say that apple cider vinegar is Jesus juice. Yep. <laughs> no I started drinking it I'm
0: not Like people
1: like you should always yep. You should always have a bottle of apple cider vinegar. Like I say I trust the Bragg brand, but obviously you can get whichever when you do your research and find but That, like, it saved me when I was sick because I was on medications, I was on Percocet, Vicodin, you name it, for so many months in a Mm -hmm. row that the apple cider vinegar helped take off the pressure from my organs having to be hit with these chemicals on a daily basis. And it helped me maintain the pH because the thing is, when you're sick, your body becomes very acidic. Yeah. And you would think, well, why am I drinking apple cider vinegar? But it actually helps you restore balance and start whatever alkalineness that you're missing. It helps kind of meet halfway and balances you out. So it's real, like even with lemon, when you take it, lemon is acidic, but as soon as it, it's internalized, it becomes alkaline. So, it, you know, these are all things that switch up in your body.
3: Yeah.
1: And I would drink apple cider vinegar with lemon and, and warm water every morning when I was sick. And I'm telling you, my body, like the bacteria, it almost seemed like could not stick. And that's what happens. Yeah. It just doesn't allow much of a breeding ground, I should say, for bacteria.
0: That's some badass I took vinegar. A, I took a shot this morning because you know what? I slacked. It's been such a warm ass winter. I just hadn't been taking it, right. but because it went from like fifty to twelve, my body said, "Well, you ain't invincible." So no, I, yeah, I, I tell people today. all the
1: time, if you, especially now that it's starting to get cold for most of us, put that two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar in water. your water and drink it. Every Gucci. morning, and I promise you, you will not have a cold because it will not allow the bacteria to stick. It just yeah. creates such a nice environment internally in your body. So do it. It does not taste good. No, it does not taste good. And make sure you use a straw. That's all what I tell people so that it won't mm-hmm. mess with your, the, yeah, with your enamel because it mm-hmm. is acidic. So, yeah, that's pretty much my only advice. Yeah. And yes. no, it doesn't smell good, you guys. So I know that's probably gonna be the biggest complaint. <laughs>
0: right? Don't tell us about how bad it smells. We know. That's why we didn't you, it. Ain't I just have smell to say good. it again because I ain't already know. Taste good, and no, it doesn't burn
1: healthier. when you use it in the bath. A lot of women were asking me that when I was tweeting mm. about it. Like, is it gonna burn, especially in the vaginal area, which yeah. is a totally fair question. Right. But to be we all honest, know
2: for guys, you get a little soap in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but it doesn't burn at all. It actually feels really nice. And for the for women, it's actually right. really really great for vaginal health so if you're someone who uses douche or you know wipes or any type of Mm. fragrance which I really am not a fan of you guys because your vagina is self-cleaning and when you start messing with it and adding things to it it kind of disrupts so what the hell was they talking about on The Housewives? Right, talking the about I'll put
2: sugar and syrup in your in your you know sugar
3: uh, and syrup yeah <laughs> Jesus. and, Who Nini, said and that? Nini, um, no um, Candy
2: and Phaedra <laughs> and Nini was like I ain't putting no pancake syrup <laughs> like in her yeah
1: well, well, why were they telling her to put I that I think in you thing? know
2: sex toys something nasty yeah but that's candy, why you, that's you end, end up with, with it just sounded it sounded unsanitary to me you end
1: up with UTIs and yeast infections and all kinds of problems trying to be sexy putting
2: sriracha. Up, up in you. <laughs> what they talking about? Putting no, hot listen
1: for for amazing vaginal health. I guess this is a bonus tip. Right. Okay. You, we don't let Right. Yo, happy New Year. Okay. First episode. No, listen. Tips out the ass. Remember, this is restoring the pH balance inside your body. So when you soak in it and you drinking it, you're almost like tag teaming your body. So it's ultimate health. And your vagina, if you do have UTIs or whatever, it might be throwing, or even odor. A lot of women suffer from odor because they're not sure how to take care of their vagina. These things will restore the pH so that you don't have the odor. Because if you do have an odor, then clearly it's letting you know that something's wrong. Or if you have discharge, things like that. Sorry to the guys listening. <laughs> I don't even to be like, what? I feel bad
0: because Fran be looking at me sometimes, and I'm trying to be like, hold it together. Am I doing a good job? <laughs> You're doing a good okay, job. Good. And I mean, for boyfriends listening. clearly cracked a
2: thousand <laughs> jokes look, by look, now. Like, look, I'm sitting here
0: like, I'm trying so you to talk about to just because. I was no, thinking to but...
2: myself, if it make your foot smell right, <laughs> I know it can take a little bit of, you know. <laughs> Up out of there. You no, know and
1: saying? it won't burn, I promise.
2: <laughs> I know. It's going to make them roses bloom, okay? So go ahead. Bro.
3: No, but
1: even for the men listening, this is really valuable information for the women in your life. You know, yes. help them. Like a lot of us are unfamiliar with, with how to take care of ourselves properly. And natural remedies are always going to be the go-to. So, so, if you're taking
0: a bath, go ahead and throw that ACV up in there. No, don't cup, throw it in dump there. Dump a cup but... of apple cider vinegar <laughs> in your girl bathtub
2: <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, new year,
2: new me, all right, <laughs> motherfucker.
0: Look, you can get in her hair and everything, New right? year, new look. Leash, you getting put out. Pour,
2: pour a <laughs> cup of apple cider in, in Tanisha's bathwater if you Tanisha. want to. While she in <laughs> there listening Do to Keisha I'm Cole like, and shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. it's fine,
1: but I just, I definitely, if you're someone, especially someone that suffers from UTIs, unfortunately yeah. for me, because of my kidney and bladder and all these issues, I have been prone to UTIs, urinary tract infections, for those who don't know four years now and what has helped me stay healthy and not have to deal with them because they are awful is you know things like taking apple cider vinegar baths that do help restore the ph in your Mm -hmm. vaginal area you Mm -hmm. know so it's really good for you don't be afraid of it um douches and all those things like i said throw off how your body naturally works so yeah it might be masking the scent but it's actually harming you in the long run it's so not if,
2: fixing anything it's not
1: it's just covering it so if you want a vagina that's healthy and natural and fresh and you don't have to do all these things to make it fresh but it just is
2: which i would hope
1: right is you know that should be the goal for everyone then do things like these soaks and even drinking raw cranberry juice, not the one by Ocean Spray that's All full right, of that sugar. Shit don't but, <laughs> but I mean the real raw one that makes your face cringe when you drink it. That one is amazing. I drink that every day. It's helped me, I, you know, Erica Badu talked about it, making her vagina taste better. If that's something you're looking for, too, that's good info. But for me, it's more so that it's helped me not have to deal with the infections that I normally have to deal with because of my problems. Which is amazing. Yeah, so I'm- Great
2: tip to share. Yeah, so
1: I'm thankful for that. And if you're someone that suffers from chronic UTIs, definitely do that tag team of cranberry juice and then the ACV- ACV drinks in the morning of course and then the soaks at least once a week so that's our tit that's our wellness section and if section.
2: you stinking in the back put a little Lysol in your bath <laughs> no <laughs> please do not.
0: The
1: back,
0: if, the, if the back is funky go ahead and get you a little bit of Lysol look for that's like time. when Jackie Christie says she gave hair for the first time and she said she rinsed okay, her see, mouth out with Pyrex know, or something yeah yeah pure, uh, uh, <laughs> Pyrex <laughs> yeah, she purex. said
2: Pyrex oh, but purex. she meant Purell Purell even worse which she's so stupid <laughs> like Jackie Christie is one of the dumbest she people her mouth with Pyrex. on television I'm like television. Pyrex she rinsed Glad. She
1: right, sure. she.
2: See, and see, I'm no. sorry. Be proud of me because I'm being very good today. Friend.
1: <laughs> he said be proud of me.
2: I'm being good. So
1: do we have time for our icebreaker or are we going straight into asking for a friend?
2: After talking about what <laughs> we just
3: talked
1: about, I don't we think there's no
3: more ice left to break, friend. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I
0: don't know about. Uh, so let's get to these questions. I don't even know if I want to do that. Like, I'm just sitting here thinking like.
1: Dang, we done talked about self cleaning ovens and everything. It's important, man. These are <laughs> conversations that we need to have.
0: That y'all need to have.
1: We could do a whole segment just on douches. I'm so against no, them.
0: I don't want to do a segment on douches. Douch. I do. So let Doush. me
2: tell you about Leroy.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Said douche to me. Oh, douche. I've <laughs> I, I been, I been wanting to say douche. I was I trying to know, hold I back. Yeah. I've been
0: wanting to say, it's, been sitting here. and I've been wanting to said, say what he she, says after look, that. When she the, first since said, we started talking about this, when, look, when she first said douche and was looking at me, I was
3: like,
1: he wanted to correct me <laughs> moving, for those who moving don't up.
2: know what the hell we're talking about which is probably everyone listening <laughs> google douch oh d-o-w-c-h like my, thank yeah. you
3: i'll
0: be moving on <laughs>
2: she also said whose draws are these so do you think she knew because she took apple cider vinegar oh, baths no, and the God. draw I stank know. maybe that's it Life nope.
3: had she, unsaw she knew that they <laughs> weren't
0: hers because they were the wrong size. He she said the next line misty. is you not wear a size four. Well
2: that to me was like a bonus. I think like the, the general the way she knew is she was taking out see it's no, all uh, Maya it, had she been lies using lies apple cider vinegar so baths, that's why she could dance so good. She was light on her feet with no skin on. Her. They had bubbled off in the water. So she knew by the way that those bloomers <laughs> smelled, she you. knew she said that wasn't over mine. <laughs> I take apple cider vinegar around here. T-
3: <laughs> okay, no, go ahead. No. We cannot talk that about is.
2: that for that long. and Y'all expect me to just, you know what I'm
0: saying?
2: And that, and that is me being. What
0: if I wasn't recording the entire time? I wish that's what happened. I just wish I was not here. My that mic's still on. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for questions, comments, concerns, Uh, Anything that you just feel like I should be reading Because I love when y'all start the email off with This is going to be a long one And in my head I say No it's not (laughs) (laughs) But I still read it I just want y'all to know I do read y'all emails Because I can't read them on the show I have to read them Because y'all say This is going to be a long one So I'm like let me read it Because I can't read it on the show And y'all ain't shit for some of the details Y'all be giving Somebody put in screenshots But we'll talk about that Read that Uh, one Anyway (laughs) Please send in all of that To the friendzone At loudspeakersnetwork.com uh I'm always reading everything. We have got some awesome emails. Thank you for all the love. I'm glad that so many of you enjoy the show. A lot of thank yous, a lot of uh tweets, a lot of Instagram posts and tags. Like it's just awesome to know that y'all like what we do for y'all and we do it for ourselves too and it's just a bonus that y'all enjoy it so much. So uh thanks. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> for our the first question. This one is titled Detaching from a Friend. Okay. <clears throat> I was the first of my friends to get a car and first to move out. I'm now assistant manager of a retail store and I'm going to school for a business degree because I'm hoping to start my own business soon. I've had dreams on doing this forever, so I take it very seriously. The one of my friends decided a few months ago that she's going to do an online business so that she could so that she'd like me to help her. No shade, but I really don't want to because I'd like to keep my ideas of my own. However, I agreed to do so anyway. Well, we have been reading, <laughs> researching, and doing Y'all's the most we, we have been reading, researching, and doing the most to succeed, but I kind of feel as if her ideas are stupid or don't make sense. Wow. I for one know that to start a business you will need money, at least a thousand to three thousand to start up at least. I shared my info with her and she replied she read it can happen with fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got it together. <laughs>
3: she got it together.
0: Now I'm not saying that my friends I'm not saying that I'm better than my friends I just feel I'm, outgo- I'm out I'm outgrowing and becoming more mature Because my friend doesn't have a job And is not looking to get anything Besides a 9 to 5 and weekends off Which is great But a hustle is a hustle Gotta get what you can before you can be choosy Now, we've always planned trips to go places, but we never go because no one ever has money. Concerts, we never go because no one wants to pay to get close up, which I want to be close. Trips to different cities never, ever happen because they don't make enough money. 2016, I promised myself I'd make new friends because it's going to suck traveling places alone, especially because I've never been on a plane. I don't want to make things awkward, but how do you begin traveling and taking trips alone without making your friends feel away? uh okay wait so there's more questions because i don't know if you want us to talk about you detaching from your friend or just traveling alone um it's not that i don't care and it's not that i i don't i just want friends that will grind hard and be someone and have that die hard love for something that they know they'll accomplish am i wrong for feeling a little more advanced for for my friends or am i being a bit conceited
2: you got this, or you want me to do it, friend? I
0: will say the hashtag at the bottom I like. Hashtag ain't no broken 2016
1: beer. Hey.
2: Well, I agree with you on that. That's about it. I think you should start dusting. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> here, no. And it. this is completely out of love, right? Completely, completely. out of love. Completely. This is the friend zone. Yep. I think that, first of all, thank you for writing in because it takes a lot to even ask for advice, right? When it comes to matters like with your friends. Um, but I think that in this case, traveling with you know a traveling partner or going to concerts is like the least of the of the the pertinent issues here i think that you should ask yourself how you really feel about the fact that your friend is starting this online business when you have had aspirations of starting your own business all along i think that you were never okay with her wanting to start this online business and i think that where you um made a choice that has affected things negatively is when you agreed to partner with her and even bring any input into this when you already just initially did not like the fact that she was starting this business every detail that you share with us about her business has been in the negative light um you've questioned you know everything and you've even said that her ideas were stupid yet you've continuously put yourself in a position to have to be you know impacted by her ideas you say that they never want to travel and do the, do this and do that and go here and go there, but you're still sitting around waiting for them to do it. So I don't think that this is so much an issue of you being conceited or any of that as much as it is an issue of you really coming to grips with the fact that you don't like the fact that your friend started this business. You don't. You weren't okay with it. You feel like that's like your thing, your area, and... I think that just from the from the initial introduction of this idea, you have been uncomfortable. And where you made a mistake was when you agreed to be a part of it. It's okay for you to feel that way. Just like you said, you wanted—you literally said that you wanted to keep your ideas to yourself. You don't want to share them with her. So why are you partnering with her, where you have to have think tanks and share ideas in order to accomplish something?
0: Well, I think she's more annoyed that her friend isn't don't grind. Like her friends talking about doing this business. I didn't business. get that
2: at all from that email. Really? Well, because mm-hmm.
0: there are these parts where she talks about uh, the person that wrote in. They know how to start a business, and um, you know they're passionate about it. And so I, I do agree <clears> with you. I feel like that she does kind of resent the fact that they're trying to do her thing now. But it's just kind of like uh, she knows that it's going to take X amount of dollars to make it. And then you know her friend is coming with her own ideas, talking about she can do it in fifty dollars. Like now so you want to. So why are
2: you being a part of it?
0: Well. They've, her friends ain't never got no money and now she's talking about doing this business with her. So
2: why would you be a part of that? Well, that's what she's, you know at, what she's asking. Is
0: she wrong for feeling like she's a little more advanced for her friends and she wants to travel more and her friends never have any money? So, she's so why com- would
2: you go into business with a bunch of broke people?
0: I mean, that's... <laughs> can't, can't, is that even possible? It's, it's, her, <laughs> friend. it's her friend. <laughs> I guess she thought that uh, she would be able...
2: To- I would never... Like, me and you friends, right? Right. I would never say that I never even feel like your ideas about something were stupid.
0: And that's a whole other thing. She verbatim said, like... Well, she's young.
2: But she's arguing the point that she's on her grown woman. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I think that... And I think that... And this is by no means a bash you session. I just think that this is a really teachable moment that you need to be aware and present in. Because you can learn something about yourself in this moment. Don't put yourself... Don't willfully... Put yourself at the, at, what, we five days into the new year. Don't put yourself in, in positions that are compromising for you willfully. Like if you know, you know that you want to keep your business ideas to yourself, which is perfectly fine, which you're entitled to do. Why then put yourself in a situation where that's not really advantageous with somebody that you say you care about, but yeah, you've like completely trashed every single effort or lack of effort that they have made or have not made i just think there's some inconsistency here and it's time for you to just have a real conversation with yourself about how you feel about her going into this business and just have a conversation with her and remove yourself from it just tell her like hey i think that You know, we kind of see things two different ways and it might be better if we just do our own thing. But I wish you all the success in the world with your business. I will even push your shit on my social media, you know, and just end it, you know, on good terms and do your own thing with your ideas and let her have hers. And just sincerely wish her the best other than harboring all these feelings and all this like mean spirited shit when, you know, that's supposed to be your friend. Like, why are you even in that space? And right. why are you willfully putting yourself in that space? So that's what yeah. I'm wrong.
1: Uh, <laughs> honestly, I just don't get why you would go into business with someone who you think is stupid. You think they're broke. You think they're stupid, lazy. But you cho- land lazy and don't have any hustle. So why is this your you can't even partner? go to the damn
2: um the the on the run tour.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> <it
2: does take. laughs> ain't no ain't no Miss Carter nothing. Only like, you.
1: Hey. No, but seriously, like why go into business? Because I know people that most people who start businesses are broke. That's why they are starting businesses. Right. So I don't even think that's the real issue. The real issue is you started a business with someone you don't really like. And I don't get why. That's all I have to say. (laughs) I want you, like, you need to look at yourself and why you made this your business partner if you think they're so inferior to your work level.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: What does that say about you? That was your choice. They didn't put a gun in your head. So I'm kind of lost on, you know, you have the right to feel the way you feel about them, but you also made the choice to get in bed with them. Absolutely. absolutely, yeah. So, you know, that's on you.
0: Well, this is your friend and... Since Because y'all are friends, obviously there's something endearing about this person, you know, and I feel like that's why you ultimately made the decision to help them. Like you wanted to say, all right, but you didn't do it from a place of, you know, you want to start this business. So I'm going to you know, help you because you're my friend. You did it because, all right, well, this person thinks they're going to do something. So, like, let me just see what they're going to do. I feel like that's why you did it. That's why you had no problem sharing your information with them. And then for them to still come back to you and say, well, I see something that works for $50. I think you kind of even downplayed that. You were like, see, I did all this, and it, you talking about this. And I'm not faulting you for that. What I'm, I'm just pointing these things out because I feel like you have mapped out how things have gone a certain way. But I don't know if you've stepped outside of yourself and maybe tried to see it from your friend's point of view. Because your priorities might be different, you know, whereas you say you're an assistant manager and you've accomplished this, that, and the third, and you're passionate about starting business and you want to travel and do all this stuff. You know, those might be your goals and your aspirations and what you want to do. But your friends might just like kicking it and doing whatever the fuck they're doing and maybe not having that much money and shit like that. And maybe she does want to start a business and read this thing instead said $50 and maybe they took it seriously and they're going to do it. Maybe they didn't. You can't make anybody do what they're going to do. If they want to do it, they'll do it. So the ideas that you have for your business that you want to do, if you're going to do it, you could still do it on the side, your own business, and even say to your friend, hey, I'm doing a business on the side. Like It's kind of like what we're doing, but these are my ideas outside of it. I'll still input um, respectfully, but I don't even think that you have that respect for your friends. And uh, I think you need to reflect on that. If you could find that respect for your friends and really sit back and look and say, okay, this is my home girl or boy. uh, let me figure out why I feel a certain type of way about what's going on. Does it have to do with because they don't have any money? Do I feel like I'm paying too much for them when we go out and is that the root of it? Do I resent them for this business? Do I just want to get the hell away from them and see other people? Like, really sit down with yourself and figure out is it them or is it something with you that you need to work on? Because I feel like it's a lot of different things going on and maybe they're just piling it up for you. You, You're just not even figuring out that one little thing that's getting you. So. There's always going to be that girl. So sorry. (laughs) Welcome to 2016. (laughs) You know, I really want to step outside of myself more this year. And so when I see people kind of uh, word off or list off what's going on with somebody else, I always have to think that's my point of view or or their point of view, what they see. But if I was this person, what do I feel like they're actually trying to put out and accomplish? Because you can't just really think that you're friends with this person And they just want to put out bullshit and half-ass everything. What's really going on with them? Maybe they just need some organization direction. And you, they friend, the least you could do is just say, hey, girl, you need to chill out, some organization. Because I feel like they wouldn't hesitate to tell you otherwise. So don't hesitate to tell them otherwise.
1: If that's your intention.
0: If that's your intention. So sit with yourself.
1: (laughs) Get a journal. Sit
0: with yourself. Journal. (laughs) Are we going to do one more?
1: Yeah, we have time.
0: All right. Oh, by the way, uh, a lot of people wrote in about businesses, too.
1: Mm. good
0: so thank you all for that um actually let me do one of those right quick oh let me so I shouted out the wine shop last week I'm gonna shout this one out early uh there's this black man out of Michigan I believe Detroit but I'm not entirely sure black owned business and, uh, just
1: lit up it's
2: just
0: so wonderful a proud to hear. It's style. so wonderful to hear
2: it's just, <laughs> it's just so wonderful and
0: and I'm calling this out early. His products look cool, and I, I watched an interview of him, and he seems really cool. Uh, Warren, Michigan is what Warren, it's Warren, yeah, that's an eastern uh, suburb of Detroit. But it's Asim Supreme Products. And uh, he basically has a, a few small items, and there's like black soap on there, there's coconut oil, like stuff like that. And it's a black man, it's his hey. business. So go support him. Um, I guess we'll put this, oh, well, let me spell it out. Uh, y'all gonna ask anyway, but let me spell it out. Asim Supreme Products, it's A S I M. SupremeProducts dot com, Assim Supreme dot com,
1: and these it's like a natural shop basically.
0: Uh, I think he gets his stuff straight from uh Africa. Like he oh. he gets it all, and I don't know if he makes it, but like I know I read in the, or I heard in the interview he made all his packaging, he did all his little stuff. Oh cute! And I just bought too. some. I wanted to support. I saw him. Nice. He followed me on Twitter. And so I was like, let me just buy some products and see what this is about. So I bought some products, and I let y'all know how that is. Yeah, cool. that's um, awesome. I'll retweet it.
1: Asim Supreme Supreme
0: yep.
2: Stand up, Detroit. Word so, up, Asim Supreme right. Products. Right. Yeah. That's
1: dope that he's focusing <clears throat> on health. You know, I love it.
0: And you know what? I know that y'all don't have a lot of money, or maybe y'all do. If you're rich and you're listening, shout me out. Um, <laughs> but part of us shouting out businesses, if you feel like you can support a business, I say that you should do it. Like, if you feel like you can log on to a website and buy something real quick. And I'm not saying that you have to or you should. But, like, as black people, let's start lifting each other up. You know, the Asians love <laughs> to so, help each other out. Mm-hmm. So, black people, let's do it. Right. Um, Keep as sending in your businesses. And you can tell me a little bit about yourself. You don't have to do the whole business plan, which I appreciate, but don't think too much into it. Um, (laughs) So we're going to do one more question, right? Mm -hmm. Let's pick randomly and pray that it's good. Okay, Negative Nancy. I have a problem. One of my closest friends is the most negative person I know. All she does is complain, mostly (laughs) (laughs) about no one being As good of a friend as she thinks she is. Her relationship issues, her financial issues, etc. Because I'm her closest friend and I think she expects and relies on me too much. She treats me like I'm her boyfriend instead of her homegirl. She gets mad if I don't answer her phone calls. If she feels I'm putting people before her. If I don't react the way she believes I should react to any given situation. It's so draining. I love her to death because she has been there for me during times I had no one else. But the negativity is just too much and it's taken a huge toll on our friendship. Especially now that me and the guy that I'm seeing are becoming more serious. My friend watched me go through the worst breakup of my life over a year ago with my ex-fiance. So she knows everything he put me through. So you would think she would be happy I'm dating again. Even more so that this man makes me as happy as he does. But no, she flat out told me she wasn't happy for me with no reasoning. Wow. I had, which has ultimately brought me to this point. I don't want to go into another year of having her negative energy forced on me. But, and this is a huge but, I don't want to give up on her. I honestly believe she's depressed, and I've asked her time and time again to seek professional help. I'm a firm believer in getting some counseling, but she always brushes it off or just flat out declines. I've done my best to try and be there for her, but I believe when a person is depressed, it's nothing anyone can do outside of prayer, counseling, and medicine. I feel like she needs somebody. I just don't know. How much longer I can try to be that somebody because it's bringing me down. What should I do? Please help. Signed, being pulled under.
3: Mm.
0: Well, you need to tell
2: Mama Joyce to, uh, no, I'm just playing.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no.
2: Um, hey, listen, you have to pick. I'm, I'm all about controlling what goes on in your life. If you are no longer happy, if the only thing good that you can bring out of this friendship is you saying that she was there for you when you had a tough time, you know, you can be, you can have all the gratitude in the world, but it doesn't mean that you're, you know, indebted to her for the rest of your life to be her friend, especially when you don't really want to. Like, it doesn't sound like you're enjoying this at all. Friendship is fun. You're not having a good time. You don't like things about her, like fundamental shit. So she's probably not your friend anymore. You don't think friendship is work, too? Yeah, I didn't say that. I just said fun. Oh, you it was just said fun. it was fun. Oh, okay, yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. So, like, I think that she needs to have a conversation with her and, and tell her that she's leaving. Mm. She needs to break up. Like, there's no benefit. <laughs> she's negative as hell, like, draining and mean. You know what I'm saying? And then puts all of that pressure on her Saying that if she has a difference of opinion, she feels like she's putting other people first. And, you know, d- d- who? <laughs> it's time to roll. You know what I'm saying? So if so that, if, that, if that is not benefiting you, if it's not a fun thing for you anymore, and if you really don't even like anything about her, and it's not so much that you're mad about a choice that she made or you had a disagreement. When you don't like what a person is made of, who they are, There's no reason for you to keep forcing a friendship that doesn't even exist. Let it go.
1: Mm, You know, that always makes me feel bad. I say Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) link up with her. Yeah. Give her a big hug. Yeah. Give her kisses all over her face. What if
0: she not that kind of bitch, though? What if
2: she like? Well, just in that
1: moment, she might be. Give her kisses all over her face and be like, girl, we really need to talk because...
2: I can't stand Joe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, tell her essentially what you told us, you know, and just be like, I love you, we've been friends, it's getting hard to be around you, but I don't want to just throw you away or cut off our friendship. I want to know what's wrong. I want you to tell me what's wrong. and I, And I want us to figure out how we can fix it. And to me, that kind of compassion will do one of two things. Either she'll get defensive and be like, what the hell are you talking about? And she kind of probably will cut you off. Or she'll Swing be... Swing she you. No, she'll be, <laughs> <laughs> she'll be disarmed because most people don't ask those kinds of yeah, questions to yeah. their friends. And she'll be disarmed in that moment and will tell you, like, you know, damn, okay, and sit with you and really tell you what's wrong. You know, or it may take time. Maybe she'll need time, but try to disarm her and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but I, you know me i'm always gonna say just reach someone with some compassion first before you know cutting them off yeah
0: i'm kind of feeling that too a little bit like you know obviously you uh, are worried about this person you know to wonder if they're depressed or what's going on and you've been dealing with it for a long time so power to you but uh if you really want to know i i suggest you know Taking your homegirl out to Bella Noche and <laughs> get a drink at the bar right quick and be like, "So what's up, girl? Like you know, I got this man in my life now. He's making me real happy, but you still not happy. What can we do to make you happy? Like right. what's what's she going on?" She gonna
2: be like, "Hold on, girl. You see all this? Why is all this ice in my damn drink?" <laughs> she gonna do some shit like that. She and never even have Like the conversation. that might be one of your,
0: right. That might be the type of friend that you have. But you know, you have to if you want to get to the bottom of it and get it out the way. Don't just be like, so, girl, are you depressed because a depressed person does not want to not wanna that. <laughs> be like, no, oh, never mind. <laughs> All I know is not to say you need to finagle anything out of her. But if you really want to find out what's going on, I say you should just go on ahead and map out your trajectory and where you're going. True. And see if they want to if they coming with you. Now, if they're not coming, then, you know, sorry, I'm about to board the plane. But uh, I think um, she might get on board with you, you know. Yeah, find drink, drink out with the bar, kisses Bella and hugs and ice.
1: love and sweetness, to Bella I say, I
2: say cut her off and start posting petty shit on Instagram. Oh like, happiness is about walking away from open <laughs> doors. Like, start posting all that kind of shit. Quit talking to her and post uh, that kind of shit on Facebook. Samir, does this That's mean what I that said. I didn't
0: record the whole time? Because <laughs> I really wish I wasn't here this entire episode. Oh, damn.
2: Sometimes okay. you have to learn when to walk towards your future. Okay, well, since Samir from y'all can
0: hear me this entire episode I'm gonna wrap it up now so I can finally leave I'm <laughs> mad
1: at the subtweet. real women sacrifice oh, my even friends <laughs>
0: thank
2: you guys. after you so cut her off you <laughs>
1: are so Tumblr <laughs> you are so Tumblr <laughs> that's, that's, that's okay. Facebook Yeah. meme like shit yeah. meme, meme like shit yeah. <laughs> hashtag meme like shit meme like shit uh, hashtag ooh,
0: y'all should start putting up memes to me and put hashtag meme like shit no I don't know where you're gonna find memes to me <laughs> anyway thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Friends zone of the year. Hopefully you'll be here for the rest of them. And then you'll bring some friends along for right. the ride. Right,
1: help us spread the word.
0: Okay, go out and get what Fran talks and tells you to get because she's going to do it. Go out and do what Dustin tells you to do so you can do it. And uh, See how they
2: objectify me.
0: <laughs> you objectify yourself.
2: See, I'm going to have me a nigga walk like you, I ever said that, that slut walk. a cheetah woman walk. <laughs> I'm going I'm to have, have a nigga stroll. No. Gonna, a nigga stroll. We're going to stroll, you know what I'm saying, down the street. We're going to walk down the street talking <laughs> shit, playing cards and shit. We see, love you, see you guys. Guys,
1: thank you so much for listening we hope this episode was helpful and we will see you next week get soak, money, soak. All right. <laughs> bye. bye
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger McNuggets or Mc Sandwich but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time